Welcome to Talk That Shit Podcast, where culture intersects with sports, politics, entertainment, and lifestyle. Welcome back. I won't do the regular welcome back, welcome back, as our uh, trusty sidekick is unable to be with us tonight, Dandridge. Uh, DJ MC Freeze is, <laughs> is uh, currently at a DJ battle right now. He cuts, cuts, transforms with finesse in all that mess. Yeah, you I, know, so that's I didn't old. know they still had but, uh, DJ battles. I, I would have gone. Oh, would you? Yeah. Huh, that would have been interesting. I mean, that's like. Would you? Ha- that's like. Would you have been dressed like Sheila E. and Crush Groove? So let's be clear. I'm a young tender. I have no idea who you're talking about. Like no idea. You know exactly. You know exactly who I'm talking about. Okay. You know who she, you don't know who Sheila is. No, I grew up in the era of like TLC, um, 702, Jagged Edge, 112. That was more so my era. I was not. You had. You have older sisters. You know who t- you know who Sheila is. I'm not about to. My I, older I sisters are thugs, and all they listened to was Eight Ball and MJG. Okay, <laughs> I know one of your older sisters. I, I'm, I'm I'm I ain't even buying it, but that's fine. But that's anyway. actually specifically the one I'm talking about. All she listened to was gangster rap my entire life, for sure. She. She knows who Sheila E is, though. Um, would you like to make a bet about that? Yes, I would actually. Well, I don't. I definitely like to make a bet about that. I don't know what I would be dressed like, but to see an old school DJ battle, I would like to see that. Everything is all so electronic now and done through computers. I would like to see a legit DJ battle for sure. And I don't know if they're going to have turntables and be spinning. Maybe that's too far, but. I mean, a back and forth. I do hear nowadays bars and like restaurants and stuff that have like like music or whatever. They're actually now hiring two DJs and they hire the DJs and they'll do like a battle. So the last one I heard about, they did a Prince Michael Jackson battle. So one DJ played a Prince song and the next DJ played a Michael Jackson song. And it was like a DJ Sort of like the same thing, like a competition battle, but of course the crowd got into it. So yes, I would go and I would probably be dressed like Chili from TLC. Mm, okay, that'd be interesting. I now guess what? I just did a uh, Michael Jackson Prince battle on my YouTube music yesterday, so that's ironic. I guess I could have DJed at the restaurant. You could have for three hundred bucks a night. Are you you available next week? They looking for people. Yeah, I just need a aux cord or a Bluetooth speaker, and I'm all set. <laughs> uh, that's probably not going to be the clarity that we're looking for in a restaurant. Oh, man, I'm telling you, it's real clear. I set up them Bluetooths all over. They'd be underneath people's tables and everywhere. They'd be, they'd be like, damn, this sound is great. Uh, Yeah, so uh, that's not happening. Oh, hey, so so 
I need you to file a lawsuit for me. Um, so are you? It came are you out, out yesterday. Are you outing me as the lawyer in the group? Uh, no. I just think you know you you are the uh, jailhouse lawyer in the group. So you were. <laughs> You just said My, all your sister did was listen to Eight Ball and MJG. So you, you know, you just, you just, you know, a few legal terms from having been locked up. All I know, said jailhouse lawyers used to, you know, my man's and them down there, they only got three years. So I mean, that's the deal you should be going for, because that's what my man's and them said. They his his lawyer, his Jewish lawyer, hooked him up. Man, well, listen, you don't have, you don't have to file it. You can point me in the right direction. So EA Sports <laughs> we try. is coming out. Oh, you're trying to take down. With, oh, are they using your name, image, and likeness? No, hold on. You got to let me finish. EA Sports is coming out with a college football game. Now, in the past, they used to have a college football game, like eons and eons ago when I roamed a football field, which I may or may not have been on <laughs> since we're not saying who is who. Now... I got not one red fucking cent for said appearance if I was on it. And now they are going to use names, image, and likeness, of course, which they did in the past. But now the kids are going to get paid, like NIL. They're going to get paid for being on this game. I want reparations. And, and I am willing to sue or file a lawsuit over them. So let me ask you a question. I'm wondering, do you agree with the NIL program? In in regards to, I, now don't get me wrong. I think it needs some, it needs some rules or some structure around it, but in terms of the general premise, yes, I don't have a problem with that because I feel as if college athletes, excuse me, are are essentially professional athletes anyway. Or and and the argument that that you're getting a free education, while that is all that's all well and good, that's marvelous. That is true. You are getting a free education, but the things that you have to do to get that free education like it's 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 like having it's like working a full-time job so and going to school so it's not as easy as what i think some people think like it's not such a it's not that not as glamorous of a lifestyle as i think people believe who've never done it or been a part of it so so nil which is an acronym for name image and likeness is a compromise right that the NCAA came up with after the Supreme Court pretty much signaled in a a case that went all the way to the United States Supreme Court that uh what school let that up by the way Deirdre? I was just wondering who was that I believe who, it was Northwestern was I'm almost certain it was ah, Northwestern that is Northwestern correct. actually had been pushing this for quite some time they had tried to unionize at one point and say that they were employees and should be in a bargaining unit I don't a union sorry I don't I don't know where that particular case is but then they then filed another suit saying hey under these monopoly antitrust law like we are employees 
And while the court didn't rule specifically on that case, they signaled, and this is a very conservative court, that, hey, if this, you know, this is, these individuals are entitled to be paid. You saying they can't be paid is running afoul of, you know, this, this constitutional, I believe, no, it's not a constitutional, a contractual issue. So the NCAA, in response to that, comes out with this program, Name, Image, and Likeness, that now allows college students to profit from their name, their image, or their likeness. So that's the NIL. And you have individuals making millions of dollars um, as college or amateur athletes. So our favorite person, and we talked about her on the show before, the star of LSU's women's basketball team is one of the highest ranking NIL earners in, I believe, all of college sports. So, and you can have deals from something as small as your local car dealership to something as grand as some, you know, household brand name and millions of dollars are coming in. So people, some people love NIL, some people do not like NIL um, and how it's changed the game and what it looks like. So I wonder, the argument is, by now students getting paid, they're going to reduce or it's going to impact the performance of the program. So I wonder if you agree with that, do you think that it's now going to have some type of impact? Because right, the the theory, if you, again, go back to our friend, um, our favorite Jackson State coach, well, I guess he's not a Jackson State coach now, Deion Sanders, his thing was, hey, I want a kid who's from a single family. No, you know, mama got two jobs and they starving because they're going to work harder. But if that same kid gets in the league, I mean, in the into college and now he can, you know, get sponsored by Jimmy John's and he making a couple of dollars, is his work ethic going to suffer as a result of that? There's a whole camp that says that. I wonder what you think about Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. If I was making $250,000 while I was in college playing football, then yeah, I'm the athlete, everybody. Who cares? Whatever. At that point, I'm sure you've already figured it out. But if I was making $250,000 when I was in college playing football, I can guarantee you that a coach hollering at me, I'd have been like, man, shut the fuck up. I make just as much as you do. Like, who are you talking to? Like, I can, I mean, it's human nature. Like, it's human nature. Like, you, you and don't get me wrong, you should still be striving because that, that $250,000 that you're making or whatever it is via NIL is based on the fact that you are an athlete. So hopefully that would give you the motivation to continue to strive to do better so that you can make it to the next level where you would make even more. But I am certain that there's a certain sector. But of, there's only of there's only certain sports where there is a next level. I'm and so let's take women's basketball for instance. The amount of money that these young ladies are making in college off of NIL, they're not going to make that if they go to the WNBA. If well, you, I, we can go a step further. 
we go a step further. Uh, so the highest earner, I don't know if she's the highest, but she's actually over, uh, over our other buddy from uh, LSU that we just got through talking about. So Olivia Dunn is a yep. gymnast at LSU. Yep. And she makes a ridiculous amount of money too. And as we know, outside of college, you go to the Olympics. And then after the Olympics, then you go on, you know, you go on tour. World tours. You go on tour. Yeah. yeah. But but that's a limited amount of, you know, you're not doing that all the time. And I'm not sure how much money they make on on those tours, but I don't think they make a ridiculous sum. I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a whole bunch, but you have to think beyond, right? There's there's probably 50 to 60 different sports from lacrosse to wrestling to like mm-hmm. all these things and the money can be made there. I, I mean, I don't know where professional wrestlers go after college. It is not like WWE and I'm not being funny there. Like, I don't know what's next for you. If you go to college on a wrestling scholarship, what do you do after that? I mean, I guess you, that's a transferable skill. Maybe you become a defensive um, Ian or something. I don't know. Um, no, no. You, you you had it right. You go try to... I mean, here lately, they will. Some of them have tried to join yeah. WWE. But with that being the case, that's also saturated by the football players who don't make it, who Correct. also try to go join WWE. So, uh, so you know. Here's what I... So, I, here's what I think about the NIL. I think... So, let me say my my conclusion up front. I think players should be paid um, for their athleticism, their name, their image, their likeness, 100%. I think the deal that the NCAA crafted is what they would call a sleight of hand. And I don't like it, and I think it needs to be reworked. Because in my opinion, the NIL and what they're allowed to do, it still continues to let colleges off the hook. The whole point of this was so that colleges and universities would share in the revenue that they generate from these athletes. And what NIL has done has shifted the burden back to the students to say, you can make as much money as you want. You can generate as much as you want to, but that's up to you. That's all a part of your hustle. You got to figure it out. If you and your marketing team can go and get the local subway uh, whoever, Carvana, whoever, to become one of your um, sponsors, have at it. It still keeps the books closed at a U of M who has huge TV deals. At you know, all these different institutions, they still don't have to share in the revenue for these athletes. And so, and we and we also know that NIL isn't gonna trickle down. You, think of a football team, everybody on a football team isn't getting a share, isn't getting NIL money. That's correct. Yeah, yeah that's everybody. correct. That's the, that's hustle. the hustle. Yeah, yeah that's the hustle. everybody's not getting it. But if, but if NIL, NCAA said, no, they're employees and they have to be properly compensated. And just like you would do in a corporation, this is revenue, right? This is how we're generating it. This is a revenue share then the universities are held accountable for it. Then the universities have to appropriately share in their revenue. That's still maybe not fair, right? Because we know that some of the largest programs at universities carry and take care of the other smaller programs. But in this instance, the universities get to keep all their money. They get to dodge the conversation about why we can't pay student athletes. 
and they've shifted the burden to students to go out and find their own finances as while they're trying to go through college. So I think, yes, they should be paid, but I think the program needs to be reworked so that the universities and the colleges that profit from these students are the ones that have to pay them also. And yeah, no, that makes sense. And that's what I'm thinking. So like if you, let's say for instance, had a student at Murray state university who then goes into the NBA and becomes a, a supreme electric player. I can only imagine what the Jersey sales are at Murray state university. Well, maybe not today, maybe in January. You talking about click clack? <laughs> you must be talking about I'm click talking clack. About but go your, ahead. I'm talking ahead. about your friend, John Morant. Yeah, yeah click clack. That's Why are you calling him click clack? Because he keep pulling out guns, you know, like click clack, click clack, click clack, like popping them together. So I'm going to call him click clack from now on. Because I, 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 well, actually, I'm going to call him stupid. That's what I'm going to call him. You know, you're not really supposed to say that about somebody. But in his case, Definitely. Applies. Why do you think John Moran is stupid? That's a strong word. I wouldn't even call you stupid. Mm, I know you sure would. So I need to understand that. That you have no reason to call <laughs> me stupid. So there's a difference. Now, if I had given you a reason to call me stupid, by all means, I'd sit back and be like, yeah, that was stupid. She's right. And in this case, he has given all of us a reason to call him stupid. So for those of you who do not know, a few months ago, John Morant was in a club in Denver after their basketball game. He plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. And while in the club and on uh, Instagram Live, he videotapes himself holding a gun in the air in the club. Okay, of course. This sparks outrage <laughs> and the and Adam Silver, well, the Memphis Grizzlies see the video and they suspend him and then Adam Silver talks to him and he gets suspended for, I think it was, he was out for longer, but then I think they, they suspended eight him games. for eight yeah, games. Eight games. So, yeah, it was eight games, but he was out for a little bit longer than that. And during this time frame, he supposedly went to uh, therapy in Florida, where he was working on himself. <laughs> he was there. He went there and he worked on himself. And then he did the the media rounds where he sat down with Jalen to talk about, I know people are disappointed in me, and I'm gonna do better. Pause. And then they Pause. promptly well, hold on, hold on. Real Let me quick. say this. Let me say, say this. One Let thing. me say this. On okay. our next show, can we talk about Jalen's hairline and that Brillo pad that he has on the top of his head passing off as a Okay, next, keep going. Well, how about how we'll we'll have we'll go through a whole maybe we'll go through a whole uh thing because you can't just talk about Jalen. You got Steve Harvey when he was walking around <laughs> with the fake ass high top on. Like you can't go from you can't go from a straight line, full high top, to not a stitch of hair <laughs> on your damn head. Okay. No. I'm but sorry. anyway, but anyway, but anyway, and then they promptly being the number two seed in the uh Western Conference and with a whole lot of hype around them after their performance last year, even though they lost to Golden State, they've been they were touted as an up and coming team, a team to watch out for. You know, they go out and promptly lose to the Lakers. 
which is not necessarily a bad thing, but the Lakers struggled all season and they were the seventh seed and you were the two seed. They played in the play-in game and they and they knocked you off. So, you know, they had a player, Dylan Brooks, who talked a bunch of trash. So they called themselves the general manager. He's Dylan Brooks is a free agent. General manager basically said in an exit interview or exit meeting, like we won't be bringing Dylan back, Dylan Brooks back under any uh, terms or circumstances. And he said, hey, we need to grow up here. We need to, you know, stop talking junk and talking noise and be accountable. And every I think they all kind of like to a man echoed those same sentiments. Then. Oh, what, a month or so later? What, what a month and a half uh, later? Maybe what two would you months. Say? It might have been two months or so. Okay. two. We'll give him two. Two months later, last weekend, John Morant is riding in the car. Well, according to uh, some other sources, the car was not moving. But either way, he was in the car. It appeared as if he the car was moving, but maybe it wasn't. He is there with his good friend, Devontae Pack. And I will go into more about Devontae here shortly. And listening to NBA Young Boys' new mixtape. And what does he do? Holds up a gun again while on Instagram Live. Now, to do that again on Instagram Live, and it's your live, like, well, it's not yours, but you clearly saw him with the phone. You all were taping, you were looking at the phone. That's just stupid. Like, you had too much to lose. You are a superstar, quote-unquote. You just came out. You had you signed a Nike deal. You just came out with your own shoe. You have a Powerade deal. Why? And you just got suspended for doing the exact same thing. Not something similar. Not something totally different. The exact same thing. So they're ha- they haven't handed down any suspension yet, but it's going to be a lengthy one, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's suspended for at least half the season. Wouldn't shock me at all. Do you think he should be suspended? Yes. Off of sheer stupidity, <laughs> he should be suspended. <laughs> like, that should be the reason. When they come, John Moran was suspended today. He was suspended for stupidity. They said it didn't have anything to do with the gun. It just had something to do with being plain old What dumb. was stupid about it? So if you just got in trouble for something, would you immediately go do the exact same thing? Now, if you're a child, I expect a toddler who you tell don't touch the stove to touch the stove one time and it's hot and maybe go back and try to touch it again. I expect that because you are a child. You're a grown man or a grown woman. And if something just cost you, mind you, by him missing a lot of games this year, one for being injured and two for being suspended, he didn't make the All-NBA He team. lost money for that. First yeah. or second. He lost $39 million. He, he would have been a shoe-in. So my point is, when you start losing money to the tune of $39 million and possibly endorsements, which also brings in cash, and you go do the same thing, they got you in trouble, that's stupid. Now, you can tell me that you think otherwise, but I call that stupid so news flash i think otherwise but let me start uh, well that is a news flash <laughs> but let me start with the ends in mind i'm not defending john Morant. 
I think John Morant is wrong, and I think John Morant needs to be held accountable. However, that conclusion is drawn not by John Morant's actions on Instagram, but what John Morant agreed to be bound by when he signed his contract with the Memphis Grizzlies and the NBA. What a lot of people may or may not know is that when you sign these contracts, you sign away your rights. So this whole idea, oh, I got a freedom of speech. Oh, I have a freedom of this or whatever the case may be. Certainly you do. And, and this is all very, very complicated stuff on who you can enforce freedom of speech to. I'm not getting into all that government, and whatever. But you can have those rights negotiated away from you in different ways. And the clearest example of that is in the NBA, if you speak negatively about a referee, you are fined. And it is a part mm -hmm. of the terms and conditions of the, the agreement that the NBA has with the Players Association that you will not, no matter how bad the calls are, no matter how bad the calls change the outcomes of the game, no matter... You will not disparage You the will referee. not disparage a referee. Yeah. So this whole freedom of speech out of the window. It's freedom of speech does not mean freedom of consequences. And so they will find your ass. So my conclusion is, yes, John Moran agreed to be bound by the NBA's moral um, conduct policy. When he took the money and he continued to play, his responsibility was to uphold his contractual obligation to the Memphis Grizzlies in the NBA. Because he failed to do that, he is wrong and he should be penalized. I don't know what that penalty should be. Here's my issue with this. I'm having difficulty understanding why John Morant, or not John Morant, this isn't about him, why the NBA assigns such negative connotation when Black people have guns. We do not see it in other spaces. It's not something that is made to be such a big deal. He wasn't doing anything illegal with the gun. He's a legal gun owner. It doesn't appear that he was brandishing the weapon, which is an intent crime for the most part and requires there to be some fear or some intent to incite fear. He merely had a gun. Where have we decided in this culture that black people with gun means bad and white people with guns means Second Amendment um, lover? And that part is okay, because the juxtaposition of this is the NBA and its owners, maybe not the NBA as an institution, but certainly its owners, contribute to goo gobs of Republicans who take Christmas pictures with their whole families holding AR-15s. And they do that. Well, well, you don't know that about every single I didn't single say every owner. single owner. I said these owners, some of the owners. I've done some research. Okay. You, yeah, some, there you there, go. Yes, some, for sure. And that's enough. But again, there's some owners that don't have a problem. And I would venture to say don't have a problem with guns unless it's a black person in possession of a gun. 
So let me say this. I hear what you're saying, but you may not want to focus that solely on the NBA because you don't have you don't you don't have an example to the contrary. Because I believe that if there was a white person waving in the NBA, a white player had waved a gun in a club and was on Instagram live that he would have been suspended too. And if he had done it again, he would have been suspended as well. I actually, in this particular instance, I just consider this sheer so that's, stupidity. So that's a point that so you, I'm, I'm glad gonna, you said that because the internet is always undefeated. So there's a post going around of a former NBA player, Chris Kamen, who posted multitude of pictures on his Instagram over many, many years of him carrying guns, shooting guns, I mean, not shooting guns, but carrying guns, pointing guns in bulletproof vests. And he received no suspension. Not you think you think that's the you you think that's the same as pulling a gun out in a club or riding down the street in a car and on Instagram. So I'm not talking about I'm asking. Nope, that's I'm not the same talking about the gun in the club incident because I would guess that the gun in the club incident probably was illegal. You usually can't take guns in clubs, but you can put guns in your car. So what is the difference between me having a gun in my car if I'm a licensed weapon? I can, I'm licensed to carry a weapon and I have it in my vehicle and I hold it up for a picture than me standing in my living room or standing outside my house or standing in my driveway in my car holding a gun up for a picture. I think it's totally different personally, but well, let me ask you another you have, question. You have to tell does me it, why you it, think it's different. Well, hold on. Hold on. I, I just like if I'm standing at my domicile and I'm holding a okay, gun and I'm taking I'm a, a picture. I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just change I'm it. just standing I'm there. Huh? I'm at a parking lot. Okay, then that's a Tell totally different scenario. You're in a Tell public place because you're in a public place. You're in a public place holding a gun okay. in the parking lot. So with other people around. If, so yes, I have a problem with that. At, at a gun range. Well, that's okay. That's totally different. You just no, walked out I, of the I gun range from shooting and you're in the parking lot. I said I'm in a parking lot at a gun range. I'm in a, but I'm in a public Okay, place. well, the assumption, the assumption is you just left the gun range but from what's shooting. The, it, why, that's a why logical it assumption. Why does that I'm in a public place? Because I have a license to carry a weapon concealed. So, I'm not so disagreeing with that. But there are, but, but, so here's why it matters. Because you said this earlier. Here's why it matters. Because you play in the NBA. And you no, signed up. For I, so it. Re remember, and that's just like I started this whole my whole diatribe stating this is not about him. I get him and what has to happen to him. This is more a question about the NBA and how they uh, determined and assigned that guns, particularly when they're held by people of color, are bad. That's the conversation that I'm I, I, that's the only. So the only instance you can give me, though, of somebody white toting a gun, Chris Kamen, who actually is from Michigan, by the way, ironically, played at Central Michigan with a couple of my friends before he moved on to the NBA. But the, that if you can give me, give well, me another have, instance, why do I, have I can give you another I, instance? I gave you that instance. That's like you. No, because I'm asking you because you because you're saying, why is the NBA yeah, assigning well, that to African-American? Well, because there's but, so we got. We no, no, wait, Jabar's, wait, 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 wait. Jarvis Crittenden. You, you, the first thing you said was 
I would guess that if uh, the same person, if, if a white person did the same thing, holding a gun up in public, they that's not the same. He held the that's gun not up the same. Public, what he did all on his Instagram. He wasn't. What you mean? You, you said no, he was at his house. He, oh, he has multiple pictures. One of the pictures, he seems to be sitting okay, on the where couch. Was he? Another picture, he seems to be, he's pointing the gun towards the camera. And there's people all around him. That looks like he's in a public place. The other picture, he has a bulletproof vest on holding a gun up. Was he still Was he still in the NBA yes. at this time? We know that for uh, a fact. Yes. I, I, I don't know. Because once again, the internet is, they may be undefeated, but they ain't always right. Okay. So you asked me, if so, you, you're, you're, I thought I heard you say, if you would venture that if a white person did the same thing, we would be having the same discussion. And then I gave you an example. In the same I, manner. Yeah, I, I said in the same manner. I don't think that's the same manner. Oh, that's so me. Him, I don't think that's the same manner. I don't think in a car is different than somebody pointing a gun towards a camera. Well, guess what? Maybe if we didn't also, maybe if he wasn't also listening to NBA young boy talking about shooting and killing people at the same time and then flashing the gun, might be a different, might be a different perspective. But in his particular instance, it's not going to be a different perspective because he had the incident prior. So he could have been listening to Frank Sinatra and they still well, would have had a, a problem. Wait, 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 wait. So are we suggesting that, and by we, I mean you, that rap music is somehow to blame for the respective outrage that's coming from him holding a gun. I'm not, I'm not blaming him. I'm not blaming rap music. I am saying that if I am, if I am listening to let's kill all these motherfuckers okay. and that's blaring in the background, I'm, that's not even a song, but I'm just saying. Let's say I'm listening to said said song, right? And then I hold a gun up while singing said lyrics. Then I people are gonna obviously say, "Damn, wait a minute!" They're not gonna say he influenced the song. They're gonna say the song possibly wait influenced minute, me. So right, and then they go, and then they, and then it's gonna have a different, totally different connotation. So what, so what if he was listening to to to, to heavy metal? Okay, and if in heavy metal they said, "I want to kill everybody now, let's kill them now," then yes, so it'd be the same thing. Rap music as a. I just said so, heavy metal. No, the same thing. You just asked that question. General, and this is wild. That's interesting. So you're putting I did, not, I, you're putting rap on trial. Obviously, okay. I'm not. I might be putting music on trial. Cause you just said, I, you just asked me about heavy metal. I said the same thing. I don't give a damn if it's jazz, uh -huh. if that's what they saying. They could be, I got to take my gun out tonight and shoot you right in the eye. And if you waving your gun, then Hey, people go. So have I want to go that. back to this idea that we found a white person that is in pictures pointing gun. They, these are AR 15. So these are, obviously weapons of mass destruction that are used in school shootings responsible for hundreds of people's death. And that's what he's posing with as he's a, obviously in the NBA at the time and there's no punishment um, to him. So my question is, is there, does race matter here? 
Are they looking at this differently because of the connotations associated with maybe it's rap music, but young black men as well? That's what I'm picking up from this. And again, I started the conversation off by saying John Moran is wrong and he's going to have to be punished accordingly because he agreed to be bound by these terms. So what I'm doing is more so questioning the terms. How did we decide that these were the terms and conditions to which individuals needed to be bound by? Uh, So would I say that he is, uh, that, that that standard that you just brought up is, is being used or utilized against him. I would, I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm not going to say that because he's African-American that, and he was African American and listening to rap music. That that standard wasn't uh, wasn't applied to him. I, I I would not disagree with you there, but I still say there's a time like as as and I'm saying African Americans, but it ain't got to be African Americans. But everything in this particular instance, and I know you taking it out of it, but I have a hard time going away from him because it's really about him. It, this is really about his sheer stupidity. And I just have a problem with that. Like, I have a problem with trying to, excuse me, make his make his stupidity, like finding a way to make it right or to make it not about him. I just, I don't know how to, I don't know how to do it. I just don't know um, how to do it. So try. I, I think you have to try because I, I want you to dig deeper. I want you to be a deeper thinker than what you're doing because I feel like you're just taking the first kibbles and bits that's given to you and you've jumped on the um, we'll never ever buy John Morant's shoes in my household bandwagon. But that's a, I'm not jumping on that bandwagon. But that's so for those of you who don't know, Mike Wilbon made that statement. The very next day, when they were talking about it, Mike Mike Wilbon, being the uh, journalist and uh, and uh, person that's on uh, on uh, NBA Today or NBA Live, I'm saying it, but but host on uh, on ABC, he said that he wouldn't allow his son to buy John Morant shoes in his house. But that is his that that that's on him. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I would never buy buy his apparel again. I'm just saying that. He needs to be smart. Agreed. He needs to act. But once again, but once again, but once again, a lot of that has to do with the fact, and I know you agree, but a lot of that has to do with how you were raised and how you were brought up. And people are like, where are his parents? Well, I can show you several clips of his father, T. Morant, out there acting the fool his damn self. And clearly his mother is not the role model either because she called him up to the store when they got into the tiff with the security guard. So that's a whole nother thing. Like in his case too, he literally dangerous. Now he is going to have to settle. He, he's already being sued civilly by the young man that he got into the fight or, you know, that he supposedly pulled a gun out on. I mean, the gun pulled the gun out on while they were playing basketball in his backyard. Well, guess what? He going to have to settle out of court. Cause that's can I can prove that easiest day. Like we talking about the jailhouse lawyer, they can take that case and win it in civil court. Because now you have two instances of him flashing or brand, not you saying not brandishing, flashing a gun. So therefore, it's not out of the realm of possibility that 
he got into an argument. He went inside and got said gun. Now, once again, let's let's talk about. No, we're gonna. I'm gonna bring it back to what you said. Or I'll allow you to. He is also the because I mentioned this before. Devontae Pack, his good friend, they played AAU ball together in South Carolina. Well, Devontae Pack is also the individual who, while at the FedEx Forum where Memphis plays, got banned from the FedEx Forum because he got into it with the Indiana Pacers, and then afterwards. When John Morant was in the car and they were leaving, they supposedly pointed a scope or the red light at the bus. Okay, that's him. He is also the individual who punched the kid before John Morant went to get the gun. And now he is also the person who recorded him while in the car. I also believe, I don't know this to be factual, but I also believe he was with him when they went to the mall to confront the security guard that his mother called him to confront and he very well may have been with him as well when they went to his sister's basketball game to confront a girl who his sister they were just having tried like normal trash talk it wasn't like anything physical and they confronted her too so he's about to be out of a lot of money because if i'm the security guard i'm filing a civil suit if i'm that little girl i'm filing a civil suit and nine times out of ten, they're gonna win because what he has put out in the atmosphere has shown that he typically doesn't know how to respond to things properly. They're gonna be like, "Oh, look, he had just gotten in trouble, and then he flashed another gun." Like I, I just well, I would I, say no. I've said this several times. LeBron James needs to run a how to keep your nose clean camp for rookies coming into the NBA, requiring them to do the first three years under his tutelage because he has figured this out in some formidable way how to keep your nose clean stay above and not run into no issues and he did it at a tender age I mean shit he had been doing it since he was in high school middle school and he's figured it out so I don't disagree with you I definitely think that there is something awry here I get it yes there are situations he can handle better but I guess I'm more so wondering how did these become the rules? I would have this. I had the same question when Allen Iverson was in the league and the league determined that you could not wear certain stuff. You, you couldn't wear You, you must not be in a suit and tie, right? You, they, they, they implemented a dress code and the things that they banned in the dress code were very much. (laughs) They need to, they need to bring that dress code very, back, the though, based that on the this NBA shit that they wear now. In the dress code, were very much a part of black culture. So on its face, it seems like a fair and transparent. This is the dress code, but in practice, it di- it affected disproportionately the black players. Mono Ginobili wasn't fucking. He didn't care about the dress code. But all the other players, that that was a part of their culture, how they dress, how AI changed the the disposition of what the league was doing at that time, which I think he kind of heralded that, they changed it all. So again, if somebody violated the dress code, they were punished, right? So I would say, and I said then, they agreed when they signed that line and took that money that they are bound by these terms and conditions and they need to follow them. Or don't take the money. 
But that's not mm-hmm. my issue. My issue is, why is that the fucking rule? Why is that the rule? Now, people have make rules all the time. People go to work every day and there's dress codes. It's nothing, nothing new. You Correct. go to venues, you go to sports halls, billiard places, and it's you running the dress codes. And you get to negotiate every day if that's something you want to partake or you don't want to partake. Often you will hear, it'll come up that there'll be some, the next hottest nightclub and everybody starts flocking and all of a sudden it's a dress code. And the dress code is no baseball caps, no Timberlands, no jersey. When people don't wear jerseys anymore, but it goes on and on and on. And you look at it, the impact is, we. this is for black people. So I'm not suggesting in any way that these play, he should get a pass. Nope, John Morant should be held accountable for violating the rules. My question is, why are those the rules? Well, I, that's a deeper question. I don't know. But I have a question for you, like in terms of the dress code. Now, I, if that was always the dress code before black players were playing in the NBA, I'm just using this as an example. And it and it continued to be the dress code. Do you think the dress code then needs to be amended because black players are playing and they have a different cultural view of how to wear certain things? Or is it a longstanding rule that should be adhered to? I'm not telling you I agree. So, I'm just asking. So let's That's be clear. Question for you. The dress code came into play as an attack on rap music. Remember... AI started showing up in these videos. He started hanging out. He was with Jeezy. You start seeing the rappers dressed like the athletes and the athletes were dressing like the rappers, right? Because, I mean, Drake got the famous line because they want to be them. We want to be, you know, us, whatever. That was all a part of the, the attempt to disassociate the NBA from rap music, yeah, I don't disagree. I was so just, I was it just wasn't, asking, it, though. Yeah, like, I'm not disagreeing it, so with again, that. The dress code was the sleight of the hand. It's, again, we back at the same... We, we're, we're ending how we started. It's another sleight of the hand. They can't come out and say, we can't... Y'all can't be doing this rap music shit, right? Because that is just overtly. You can't do that. Um, David mm-hmm. Stern was way too smart for that. So what did he do? He went the other route. We're going to implement a dress code that's going to get at everything I don't want you to do that's associated with this vitriol music that we don't like and we think causes all of these problems. And then you need to come in here in a suit and tie. Do you think they need a dress code now? So, they be wilding now. <laughs> I don't even know. And they, I think they probably pay stylists to put them together. Like, it's a thing. The, 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 the like, <laughs> what? James I'm just Harden saying, they need a dress code now. One game, I don't remember what game is, but y'all please go Google it. He looked like a mammoth with like this big jean bell bottom. I don't even know what it was. I mean, Russ has worn dresses. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma wore something crazy. Like, they've been wearing crazy. Like, no. what I'm saying so is, here's the point. at some point no, in time. Th- no matter how wild that shit is, it doesn't have a negative connotation associated with it because it is not blackness. That's the point I'm making. Okay, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you that. It doesn't have 
clearly they come in there looking like who did it and for what. Well, you can't say nothing about them coming in addressed. Oh. You know that because yeah, that'll end up going. People, the alphabet people goodness will gracious. come for you. But yeah. that's my point. That's the point I'm making. They, the NBA don't care about it. Like the dress code didn't go away. It's still in the collective bargaining agreement. They still they have not repealed the dress code. It was it was never about we want you to look professional being a suit and tie, although that's how the extreme it was. It was always about we don't want you looking like these rappers because these rappers are bad for our bottom line. That's the whole that was the whole entire mm-hmm. point, because now clearly to your point, they become they look wow. Like I just be like, wow, and you walked out the house like, yep, this it. This it right here. This the money shot. I know. Yeah, it's the money shot, all right. It's been the money something. So, you know, we're going to continue to monitor, Jai. I don't think that you're wrong what? in Did what you're saying. Record, say it again. Well, you uh, know nope. it's recording. One time only. Uh, we're going to edit that so you won't know what happened. So, I, I don't think that you're necessarily, the keyword, I don't think you're necessarily wrong. However, I do think that in this particular instance, Jai has to take accountability for being a dumbass. Agreed. Like I'm just gonna I mean Steven not and and I'm and it's not just me. Steven Jackson, who's an NBA player who usually stands up for NBA players, was going off on him. Kwame Brown. Yeah, but Steven Jackson Kwame Brown went off on him. Pictures of the other players saying, hey, it just don't yeah. I mean I get it. It's yes. It's I get stupid. it, but I'm just still he, saying like so so guess what? Guess what? Stupid. Guess what? Unfortunately, like, should there be double standards? No. Are there? Yes. Do we have to learn to live by them and play by those rules sometimes as African-Americans? Unfortunately, yes. I don't agree with them, but that's how things are. Also, I was going to point out that, uh, excuse me, Gilbert Arenas also said something. Gilbert Arenas was like, if he didn't learn anything from me in my gun incident, he he needs to learn something because Agent Zero <laughs> was on his way, and he said he feels like after that gun zero after that gun incident, he's like that was pretty much, you know, he's like I played for a little bit longer, but that was pretty much I the mean, end of my just, career in terms of them hyping it. me just, up. We had, I and mean, this is not the NBA, this is the NFL, but there was a player, Plaxico, who went to jail for shooting himself. 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 Yeah. Like, yeah himself. This is Black's another <laughs> one of my boys. Jail. <laughs> like, God, you're the victim. Like, I am a victim in my own shooting and I went to jail. This this is the point that I'm making of wasn't he at the I airport? He was at too, a club. Yeah, I thought Plaxico. No, he was, was at a club. I'm no, sorry. He yeah, he club. was at a club. And he no, he was. He was. He was. He was. He was. To, I don't know what he was trying to The gun went off. He shot himself. Yeah. But I think that's the point that I'm making. How is. Like, I shot myself. That's the punishment right there. Like, in and of itself. But no, I got to go to jail too. Like, are you afraid of me that I have to be now incarcerated because I shot myself? What's. what's well, but I don't. I, I I hear you, but I'm still saying I'm not, if listen, you work, depend depending on where you work and what you do, yes, that could be a consequence. You, saying, the the way in which black folk are relegated to behavior that is demonized 
sometimes typical behavior that is demonized and demonized through rules, policies, and procedures is baffling to me at times. And I, I'm not, again, I, I'm not taking up for I what agree. I did. He, he signed those agreements. He need to be bound by them. I'm asking about the agreements. Why is it not, why is it a violation of the morality clause for a legally, for a, a person who legally owns a gun to be in a picture with a gun? to wave a gun, to do, to have any motion with the gun. Why is that a violation of a morality clause? I don't know. I have no idea. That's what I would be curious to know. Yeah. Well, we, we will monitor it and see what happens. I mean, I, I, like I said, I I personally don't think that they're going to, uh, hand down any suspension until after the finals. Well, after the final, maybe even after the NBA draft, because they don't want to, upstage any of that anything that's going on currently the conference finals and then subsequently the finals and then like i said the draft but but we'll see now another thing that we'll we'll touch on for a little bit here i don't know if uh if if all of you saw it but there was a video that came out with jerry springer and it was supposed to be him reading off his will okay it has been determined that it was not accurate it was it it wasn't even necessarily a hoax it was from a movie that was filmed in like 2020 but a lot of people thought that ai and what happened but it wasn't ai it wasn't ai it was he actually had filmed it but i thought they but it was for a movie that was out it was a voiceover so maybe i'm wrong Mm -mm. yeah no no so uh, at least if that's the case that's not what i heard maybe i you may you may be right maybe i maybe they did but um but a lot of people thought it was real. And the question that I have, in, in, in said scenario, he is reading off his last will and testament, and he is uh, talking to his two daughters who are white, and then there's a black lady and a black man. And while reading off said will, he says that, hey, girls, meaning his two daughters, uh, this is going to be tough for you all to hear, but, you know, Shortly after I had my first daughter, I became involved in a relationship with a beautiful woman and she became pregnant. And back then my wife, she, she, she didn't want to get divorced. She was, she wanted to, didn't want to break up our happy home, but she swore that she would not, um, she swore that she would not say anything to anyone that I couldn't say anything about it to anyone. And if I did say something to anyone, then she would ruin my career. So I allowed her to keep me away from my kids for that period of time or keep me away. And I did nothing. So essentially he was saying that I have, you know, to sum it all up, he was saying that he had two black children and then to end it, he basically said, I'm leaving the house to you two girls. And I hope I t- always told you to save your money. Hopefully you did. And you can split the house up. You can sell the house if you want to and split the proceeds in the rest of my estate. I am leaving to my other two <laughs> black children, basically. So there were numerous comments and those comments were basically like, heck yeah, that's what they get. That's what they, they should have got everything. The girls shouldn't have got nothing. And my question to you and uh, the aforementioned or previously mentioned DJ Cut Scratch Transforms with Finesse Freeze, who has uh, 
decided to join us for the last few minutes of said show. He must be uh, through through uh, ripping the turntables. I just want to know, do you guys think, even though it's a hypothetical, do you guys think that would have been fair? I, since I came in, I just uh, fresh off winning DJ battle down at one mic. Shouts out DJ Handle. He was a good dude, my guy. But, uh, and I hate to sound like a racist, but yeah, that's fair. <laughs> because the wife didn't allow him to go see the kids. You know, yeah, regardless of what situation that they were, um, that the kids were conceived in. They, the punishment shouldn't be on the kids. You know what I'm saying? The punishment should not be on the kids. It should have been, you know, on him, so to speak. The wife shouldn't be like, oh, don't have nothing to do with him because, like, you know, so because at the end, he felt like he was going to make it fair in that scenario. So I felt like I feel like it would be fair. You know, they grew up. But is that making it, is that making it fair? No. Those, those two kids, those two kids had no idea. They didn't know about the two black kids. It's not their fault. No. It's their father. It's their mother's fault. Right. And it's their father's fault for allowing their mother to do that. So is that really, I'm just asking. Once again, I, I'm asking. I feel like, I feel like it's fair for the, for the adopted, for the kids that didn't get anything. They grew up in a lap of luxury where they probably grew up poverty, poverty stricken. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like. They grew up poverty stricken. Y'all grew up with it with the with the two parent household with the necessity to funds and all the all the uh all the accolades and all the the benefits that come with it. Uh, the other kids grew up, probably grew up poverty stricken, did not have the two parent family, didn't even know that that was their daddy. So, I mean, money don't like I say, money doesn't make up for time, but that shit, like my man said, if I'd rather cry in a Benz than to be crying. <laughs> if you're going to cry anyway, cry to bed. Don't cry no shack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm going to cry to bed, not a you go. <laughs> well, <old> oh, <laughs> boy. Dandridge, what do you think? So, I don't know. Um, I think this is a morality argument that's going to get solved through a legal process. Um, I'm guessing he can decide his will however he wants to, right? That's his right. He he gets to he, he gets can. to make that yeah, decision. I would suspect that they would contest it. I don't know how that works out. Um, but the question is whether it's right or wrong. I don't know what that's his decision. If if the, if this is a, a a real life situation, which I know this has happened somewhere in the world. Right on somebody's deathbed, they decide to avenge the wrong that they've done, and that's how they decide to spend their money. There's nothing you can say about that. How people choose to spend if he wanted to go and leave all his money to a goddamn cat named Sadie, that's his business. <laughs> it, it's just his business, and so you don't get to judge or make determinations about how someone else spends it. There is no such thing as fair when it comes to somebody else's money. It, it, there's no such thing. It's my money. I get to do what I want to do with it. Fair is the place where they judge pigs. That's my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause he said, cause he, cause he said in the thing too, he was like, yeah, I'm, I, the reason you probably wonder why your mother's been left out of this. Well, I told her that if I couldn't have anything to do with my kids that she wouldn't get one red cent or one red penny of, you know, anything that I had. So that's why she was being left out. So I, 
I agree with you, Daniels. You can't, um, you know, my take on it, you you can't determine, you can't get mad about what somebody decides to do with their money. Now, the flip side of it, though, to me is I also, I, I also say you can't punish somebody or or think that somebody should be punished for something that they are unaware about. Like, so I'm not saying that those kids shouldn't have got the lion's share of what he was given. But by the same token, it's not it, it's not as if if the daughters knew about them and they were like, I want nothing to do with them. That has that's a no, little that's bit no, different scenario. No but if you pop up, that's exactly. no different scenario. Absolutely not. It the is. daughters have no, no legal legal obligation. Right. No, I'm not talking. No. I'm not talking again, about legally. I'm not talking no about legally legal obligation. And this isn't. So here's you said a word that made me say I get where you, I get how you got to your conclusion. You said they shouldn't be penalized. And an inheritance is not is, right. is it's, it's not an entitlement. It's a it's a gift. It is because if, if, if you think that it's a penalty, then you see it as an entitlement. If I don't get it, mm, if I don't so, get something I'm entitled to, I'm being penalized. No one is entitled to anyone else's money until they decide you're entitled to my money or I'm going to give it to you in, in a re- irrevocable I, way. So, I got that. No, I no, wasn't talking I'm talking about, about morally. I, I have a whole whole kid, and if I die tomorrow and, and have $5 million and I don't give my child anything, I ain't penalized them. I decided to do something else with my money. That's my choice. Which is, which by the way, people, is something <laughs> she would actually do. <laughs> right? I may have to, to freeze this so. point, right? He jumped in with the eloquence. I'm sure I am... With the, he, with you say the he jumped in with the eloquence. Right? He came in with the eloquence, yes. right? Uh, oh, I thought you was no, talking no. about eloquence, the medicine. But My he, bad. No, Go ahead. I thought you said he jumped in with the eloquence. By sheer fact of him being these girls' dads, they benefited over the course of their life. I bet right. you they had access to high-quality mm-hmm. education, access yeah. to high-quality schools, yes. access to high-quality health care, yes. access to summer camps, access to college yes. tutoring. Yes. Is that no, their, I'm not suggesting is that, that their, their fault. fault. Oh, no. This is not about right. fault. Okay. No, I'm at, but I, once again, so, I'm, but I'm, I'm just saying. So, so that's not their, is, that's not their, their fault. Father, he fulfilled his obligation to him, to them. Anything else he decided to do is extra. He is not required to do anything yep. for them. So they are not penalized by not getting his money upon his death. They either are enriched by his mm-hmm. death or they are status quo. That's the only two options. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you don't think, so I, what I am saying though, is I hear your argument is marvelous. By the way, it's just grandiose. This is the but third the comments you've given me were that, tonight. Oh man. Damn. I didn't been here. You've been counting. I must be the, I must be the bad, uh, the bad joker or something. I need to, not uh, come in late on all the shows. You cop been dead three times. I got to come in late on all the shows. <laughs> I, I just told you all that she wouldn't give her daughter $5 million. This is something that would actually, this will because, actually happen when she passes. So because those listen, compliments don't mean listen, anything though, compared to that. During her lifetime, she has been enriched greatly. 
not not by hanging with you. Not by hanging with you. I had to stop that. I had to to cut that off. No. You know what? (laughs) I had to cut that off. That I had to stop. You're an ass. Right. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Thank you are an ass. <laughs> Thank How you. dare you Thank say you. my daughter? See, has that's what y'all that, got to give the people what they want. That's what the people want. There you go. Now, now, what I was about to say real quick though was based on the, the comments were that, yeah, that's exactly what should have happened because they they didn't need that money they didn't need that so and so they should have got it because but 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 well, I'm telling you what the comments were they were like yeah they should have got it because since he didn't do nothing yeah, for them they deserve everything so to your point I mean point, we just have to dump that's the that's the yeah, lowest yeah, common denominator you. it's stupid this is no different than when the people mm-hmm. in the comments were stupid Stupid like stupid John. Like John. I yeah. agree with you, John was stupid. <laughs> but okay, I'm saying ahead. this is no different than this is a similar, not the same, when people were going ham on Puffy's son for accepting the scholarship he got from for playing football. Oh yeah, and, yes. Oh, he shouldn't take that yep. scholarship. They got more than enough money. Hold up, hold up, hold up. First of all, let me this man pockets. <laughs> a B, he worked hard. And got a scholarship. So should he? Should the message be he shouldn't have to work hard? He shouldn't have to go out and bust his ass? I think he got a scholarship to U- is it USC or UCLA. I can't remember now. I think it's UCLA. I think it's UCLA. So, mm-hmm. it, 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 mattered, it, it didn't matter. But anyway, you're not talking about Puppy. No, you're talking I'm about Snoop's son. You're talking about Snoop's son. son. No, like, Puppy did too. I'm puppy son got a scholarship son. too. He got a scholarship. Yep. And people are going ham talking about your dad's a billionaire. You should give that money to another student. Yep. And, and again, we're back to this entitlement culture. Mm-hmm. He ain't entitled to his dad's money. Yep. George Lucas, George mm-hmm. Lucas says all the time, I'm rich. I'm wealthy. My children, they better figure it out. Now, will he put them in yep. a position to help <laughs> them figure it out? Are they going to get a couple step stools to get up that ladder? Absolutely. But you can't. You don't know what the deal is. You can't count that man's money. And he worked. It was. I, I think it was Justin. Well, I don't know whoever it was. He worked. Yeah. It was Justin. It was Justin. It was Justin Combs. And they said, "Why does Puffy's son deserve a full scholarship from UCLA?" Scholarship. It was now, Puffy. I, yep. I don't know what the inner yep. work is in that, but he got a scholarship for working hard. He got a scholarship for what he was able to do. The message mm-hmm. is, in spite of whatever that is, I'm still gonna go out and work hard. But here you got people in the comments mm-hmm. being stupid, saying, oh, because your daddy got it, you shouldn't have to. No, that's the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. I want my child to work hard in spite of what I may or may not have. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we should use that example because Justin Combs, if he did get a scholarship, he only got a scholarship because of Puffy. He was five eight, five nine, and he wasn't that good. Period. But, so but I, I said, here's the thing. Like, I'm, okay, on. I would say mm-hmm. he was horrible. I'm just telling you the truth. He should have never. He should have not been playing at but UCLA. Who, but who and he didn't he play. So there scholarship. you have it. Ah, there it is. There it is. I never said he got an well, athletic scholarship. He got an athletic well, what scholarship, scholarship did he get? Sure oh, did. Well, okay. I, okay. I, I didn't no, say I didn't. You made it no, sound as if I we were talking about athletic. Hard. Yes, you did. He got yes, a I, 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 said, that's I true. said he worked hard. Yeah. The inference, 
the inference was that he got a scholarship to play football. Now you didn't say that, but okay. that was what was inferred. Okay. Okay. I didn't say you said that, but that was the inference made. So you are correct that he I'm, got one. I, and, and that's I'm not a, what you I'm, said. I'm almost but that's he what got was an inferred. Academic scholarship. Now, did he benefit mm-hmm. from the fruits of his dad's labor? I'm sure he probably had tutors and this. Yep. For sure, right. he got a, a heads up. <laughs> I'm almost, mm-hmm. but hey, that's I, I'm I'm hey, I'm a, I'm out of that one. So no, I don't think any I don't think anybody's you, entitled to anybody's money. Right, and you know what, Darius? Here's the thing that's funny. No one said shit when Grant Hill went to fucking Duke and got an athletic scholarship. That nigga daddy played Cause Grant Hill because. Because Grant Hill was a baller. All right, bro, so hold that's up, bro. the end of that discussion. I mean, bro, hold on. I'm saying this, <laughs> though. They didn't know he was a baller before they got there, though. He just happened to ball what out. What you talking about? He happened to ball out then? Yes, they did. Yeah, he was cold in high school. What are you talking about? Like, stop that. That's a bad argument, too. Y'all been, you, everybody was doing so well up until we got to Diddy, son. See what happened when you start messing with love and Diddy and all that shit? Leave him alone. Crush him, please. Hey, but here's the thing, though. Here's another thing, too. Let's be honest about this. College is a big business. UCLA giving Diddy son a scholarship would never compare to the influence that Diddy's going to bring to that college. Meaning that, okay, any any show to come on or he if Diddy go to a football game, that that game is going to be televised, and that's all they're going to talk about. So they're going to make they're going to make more money off of Diddy's son than they would giving him a scholarship anyway. It's business. Well, they. Well, they could have. But yeah, I mean, I mean so that's what I'm saying. You know, I was talking <laughs> yeah, in. I was talking in. Yeah, present. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's talking about present. Yeah. Past, past tense, he was only on the team for one season, and that was yeah. the end of that. So. Yeah, I get You know, but I'm just saying, it would so benefit yeah, the I college. Think from Go my ahead. standpoint, from my purposes, just to be clear, no one is entitled to anything that anyone else has. You're just not. Facts. If I give it to you, you you've been enriched by my generosity. <laughs> if I don't, then you're in the Facts. same position you started in. Either way, you it, it, it's just not. So, no, nah, let Jerry Springer do whatever he gonna do with his two black kids, and the world will be a better place. <laughs> right, right. Hey, hey, listen, I knew that shit had to be false though, because I'm like, as much as this motherfucker be talking about who's the daddy, you mean to tell me no fucking uh, reporter found this out, sniffed around and found this out? Like, fuck that shit. If that is, that'd have been the most Jerry Springer show of all time. <laughs> well, that was why everybody that's why everybody was tripping yeah. they was like look at him he's done it again yeah jerry springer with with a final farewell but you know it proved it proved to not be accurate but uh you know i just uh you know i see that uh i'm just glad that everybody was able to see dandridge's fangs and then see how cold-blooded she is and she won't give her offspring one red penny and they better figure out how to make it so good woo Man, and they but but yet they've been enriched handsomely, That's right? Handsomely, mm-hmm. enriched mm-hmm. handsomely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hurry up. Let me call child. Yeah, that's going to impact her. her. Do what you got to do. I'm I'm not right. going. No, I'm staying at home. Go do what you got to do. I, we we know it's going. Everything will impact her. We fully aware of that. That's what you just said. Handsomely, mm-hmm. she'll appreciate it well, though. She'll appreciate it. You know what, what she accomplished on her own, though. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like Shaq said, Shaq said, well, 
The kid said something to Shaq, like, yeah, daddy, we rich. He was like, uh, excuse me? No, I'm rich. <laughs> y'all just benefit mm-hmm. from my richness, but y'all ain't rich. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. I ain't gonna disagree with that. You gotta teach kids something. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, in terms of how to fend for themselves, but by the same token, you know, hey, black black lineage, we don't usually have, we haven't had much to hand down. So if we got something to hand down, then that should be good too. You should not just knowledge, hand down something else so that the next generation can also continue to prosper. Yes. Dandridge. <laughs> anyway. And make, and like, and make more not, Master P's because that's what Master P did. No. <laughs> there you go. Hey, his grandfather passed away. He took the money from his grandfather's life insurance and made no limit, low limit records, man. Master P, shout out, black excellence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that on that note, I'm gonna allow freeze <laughs> since we since we got Master P as Black Excellence. I'm gonna let freeze because I that way I don't have to do all the shouts. You know the the oh 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 I knew it was one thing that I meant to say, man. Y'all have to call TikTok. I tried to do the damn TikTok with the grape, and they just said I was too adonisic. <laughs> You hear your boy, Daddy? You hear your boy? They just wouldn't allow it. They wouldn't allow the content on. They said it would shatter TikTok. And I said, not possible. And they said, yes. Watching a grape travel down your esophagus and into your... I mean, they they just... They said it would be too suggestive and it was just too much. So... I'm sorry, everybody. We're gonna have to come up with some something else. I don't know what it'd be. Maybe it'd be, maybe it'd be me and Dandridge pop locking as freeze DJs. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, but oh my god, we'll come up with something. Y'all know where y'all can find us at. You can find it. Talk that shit with three H's at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and like G Con already said, he hasn't done the TikTok yet, but we we will have something on TikTok eventually, <laughs> eventually. I'm so glad you came back because I definitely wouldn't remember that <laughs> shit. All that I'd have been like, hit us up, we out. Uh, hit the Russell Simmons on him. Good night, God bless.